0: Thanks for listening to Dead Set on Living. If you haven't done so already, go back and listen to part one of this podcast. It'll be a lot easier for you to follow along. Whoever
1: said life is short wasn't trying hard enough. Welcome to Dead Set on Living, a lifestyle podcast that takes you off the beaten path of health and wellness, and highlights unique ways to live a longer, stronger, and more fulfilling life. Now, here's your badass host who once fought a bear on the mountains of Corsica, Lynn Bravo.
2: So back to the ladies' issues here. Um, what about things like uh, a lot of women have problems with menstrual cycles? They have painful menstruation, they have heavy menstruation, they have PMS where they're, you know, uh, losing their temper at every turn. If there is, how does the essential fatty acids affect some of the some of the symptoms of menstruation in women? Well.
1: All of these, I mean, evening primrose has been used for years for PMS. It was prescription for breast myalgia, uh, number one treatment uh, under the trade name f in Europe for years. There's, you know, this is an imbalance of eicosanoids, too much prolactin, not enough, mood swings, all this. We have actually seen many women over the years who didn't have... Uh, periods or were very irregular but let's say they didn't have anyone for four or five months you'd put them on evening primrose oil they would have two or three for a month Oh wow. in a month <laughs> and then it would work its way in balance and back,
2: to balance, back to
1: balance and all of a sudden they'd be regular and so there's no question um about the dangerous effect that processed food is having on these eicosanoids and upsetting all of this and uh, women don't have to suffer. But, again, you want to make sure it's a quality product. You want to make sure that you're taking it correctly. Um, there's cofactors that are needed. Magnesium, zinc, B3, B6, B12, and so forth, vitamin D. Nothing works unto itself. Uh, but this is the engine that drives it is the balance of the fat. So, um, you know, it's just a, all of these women's issues with respect to menstrual cycles or mood swings and and stages of life i mean our grandparents and great grandparents they never experienced anything like this mm-hmm. why because they never had a grocery store with 10,000 products with sugar and adulterated oils in it mm-hmm. yeah it's yeah. that simple pretty
2: simple really. yeah <laughs> so so things like uh uh, let's you know more extreme things like, like breast cancer, um, the breast cysts or cystic, uh, having a lot of cysts in the breast, fibroids and fibrous breast tissue, endometriosis, pelvic floor function. There, these are more problems that women are experiencing on top of menstrual issues. So again, would it the the FAs play a role in these as well? Would you oh, say?
1: The, it it's phenomenal the stories and the the people. That we've helped with all these conditions. The first thing you have to understand in producing this one eicosanoid called prostaglandin one, it regulates, it regulates abnormal cell growth. What's that? Well, abnormal cell growth can be all the way from a, a fibroid, a cyst, or whatever, all the way to cancer, because you're getting growth of us abnormal cells. Mm-hmm. So we see lots of that reversed. The important lesson here is what it's telling us is that from a preventative standpoint, why wait until you've got fibrous tissue in your breast? Why wait until you can feel cysts? Why wait until you have fibroids that may interfere or endometriosis may interfere with your uh, fertility? The bottom line is that Basically, balancing these icosanoids by having good fats in your diet, you will prevent moving in that direction on all these things. And yes, it takes discipline mm-hmm. to eat fresh food mm-hmm. or find fresh food mm-hmm. or believe it that it is clean fresh food. Right. But uh, it'll be well worth it because basically, you know, we never talk about prevention, mm-hmm. but I've seen it many times. And all these things can uh, be... Uh, prevented. Yep. And that's what we need to start to do. But there is research going back on the fatty acids with endometriosis and all just all kinds of things. The problem is is that none of these research on these things uh, nobody has the capital or resources to spend a billion dollars to take a natural substance that will be a hundred yeah. times better yeah. than any drug yeah, it's the uh, classic situation. You no know one's going to invest, no in, going to invest you can't, in it. Exactly. Patent. Patent, right? exactly. Yeah, yeah. So,
2: okay. Um, so, uh, let's talk a little bit then about. Infertility and fertility issues, because I know that's a big thing for you, and you've helped a lot of women with these issues. So, uh, what's give us give us the uh, your experience with helping women with infertility issues? Well,
1: I've had them as old as fifty five years old, and uh, as young as you know, uh, in their twenties, obviously. And uh, I always bet them if they do this, you know, if they do what I tell them for three months. I always bet them 100 dollars that they'll get pregnant and I haven't lost a bet yet. The problem is is half of those people haven't sent the checks. They must be in the mail still somewhere
2: oh no. from
1: 10 or 15 <laughs> years ago. I guess they're still so excited that they forgot Well, about it. <laughs> what wh- what happens is um you know and there's so many women having miscarriages and so forth. But what this is really all about with respect to getting pregnant it's quite simple. How are you supposed to have you know, develop a fetus if there's no blood flow and oxygen getting to the uterus and, and females' parts. So it's, a, again, it's a blood flow and oxygen problem, like most disease. The body can't fix itself or do what it's supposed to if you don't have the highway to the cells that are supposed to be performing. And that highway's got to carry some fuel. It's called oxygen. So I guess I can relate a couple stories, but I, I think one of the craziest i've been involved with was a young couple 31 32 that came to me and of course they'd been through two in vitro and miscarriages and spent all this money and their savings for a house and couldn't get pregnant and someone said that i'd helped on this and that whatever and the next thing you know is they show up at my place and they'd been going through this for 10 years right big expense and of course In the end, it was like, oh, well, you know, your sperm is slow to the gentleman, and we don't know, and whatever. Anyway, so I put him on the fats and told him, you know, you don't have an ounce of sugar, an ounce of processed foods. You, You take these fats, and here's a multivitamin, a prenatal with all the pieces of the puzzle, and here's some flavonoids to thin your blood. So in 12 days, she was pregnant, and she carried right through. Wow. And, and there that's are doctors amazing. in the past that have sent me people that had, you know, fibromyalgia, chronic fatigue syndrome, mm-hmm. that had had nine miscarriages in a year. Ugh. And you put them on the fats and they breezed through and had children. Wow. And there's other ones with autoimmune disease that are being told that uh, because they're on steroids and a whole bunch of terrible drugs, because that's what they use when you have things like lupus and sarcodoma and all these other autoimmune conditions. Mm-hmm. And so I've had ones that have been told that if you ever, if you get pregnant, you know, on these drugs, that you will die or that you will have a malformed children. And uh, so we've taken a number of those people, including uh, some professors, I won't mention names, and uh, put them on the fats. And then after a couple of months, take them off the drugs. And then they have babies and there's no problem at all.
2: Wow. That's crazy, eh? Yeah.
1: Wow. Well, it's, it's, you know, when you understand the, the physiology, the pathophysiology, then, and that's the part that's not being taught at all. It's just everybody sell a supplement, sell this, sell that, uh, publish here, publish there, whatever, hand out for money, and nobody's taking the time to look at, okay, how do lipids, other than all the studies for gas and oil and paint and varnish and plastic, where is anybody at a major university teaching Lipids, which is fats,
0: mm-hmm.
1: and converting it over and going, how does this thing affect our body? Mm-hmm. There's nobody, t- nobody teaching <laughs> the physiology of it uh, right. relative to medicine uh, or the human body. So I'm sure that'll change because research is now, you know, Horobin started the journals for it, but research is starting to figure out that there's something here. Yes. Yeah. Hello. <laughs> I, I know.
2: <laughs> I know. Over all the years I've known you, we share the frustration of how simple the solutions are for so many ailments that people yeah. are struggling with, yeah. including infertility, well, yeah. and how simple the solution is. But it's well, so. It's it just it just fascinates me how. You know, I, I've asked people, you know, what is it, what, what will motivate you to change to eating yeah. whole foods and, and getting know. these good fats?
1: You've got to remember, though, Lynn, they they are literally, you know, the propaganda all day long with media and everything else is about selling you a product of some sort or whatever. Mm-hmm. So they're, the brainwashing is unbelievable. But when I get a lot of these women in to see me, I mean, the first thing I ask them, I go is, Well, where do they have no problem getting pregnant? And the people sit there and go, geez, I don't know, I don't know. And I go, Africa, (laughs) India, like third world countries. Then I ask them, well, what's the difference between them and us? And they sit there and they can't figure it out. And I go, they don't have grocery stores. They don't have Loblaws or Sobeys or whatever. They eat from markets. They have to. And it's that's the answer.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: It's right in front of us. It's called. You want to get pregnant? Eat fresh food.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> you know yeah. how it, many how many are coming into the country as refugees with three or four kids and one in the oven?
2: Yeah, I know.
1: Well, where we did they come from? Well, they didn't come from a country that had a whole bunch of grocery stores. I'll tell you that.
2: No, and then it all goes downhill when they move to Canada. <laughs> yeah. Then,
1: <laughs> then, then they come here and. Uh, they don't look the same in four years from eating all the food. Yeah, uh, I not. won't get into that, but it's it's it is criminal. Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
2: So, uh, you wanted to talk to us a little bit about you had edema, lymphedema, and cesarean, and versus natural childbirth and labor. So, things associated with with childbirth. Did you want to share your thoughts? Yeah. On that? Well,
1: the, the important part to understand if the mother has enough fatty acids um, during. To, to You know, obviously it's important to conceive, uh, no question. And they'll warn you, though, oh, um, big pharma will warn you, and so will the medical profession. Oh, don't, don't take evening primrose oil. It could bring on early childbirth.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah, actually, yeah, I've heard that. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: or, uh, you know, and I'll, I'll tell you why that's actually a good thing, not bring on the early childbirth, but uh, what that, what is behind that. Um, But what is important relative to after, you know, conceiving and everything else and all these conditions going through the pregnancy with the mother is, and my wife was a good example. I mean, my wife uh, went through with our son. She had been pesticide poisoned, and she had chronic fatigue, fibromyalgia, and that and so forth. And we met uh, um, when we were both at our lowest and lowest. And um, so she was on a large amount of uh, evening primrose oil um, and a little bit of cod liver oil during the whole pregnancy. And of course, what happens, uh, when they're on the fats is they don't readily go into the diabetic state. Like so, so many women have, uh, you know, pre become pre-diabetic. You don't get the lymphedema and so forth because what happens is, uh, or edema, if you mm-hmm. want to call it that, um, because you have the cell membranes with these fats are not being robbed by the child. You're producing enough now with the supplementation, and uh, so a whole bunch of the conditions that women go through. There's no tearing when you're delivering. First time women that I've helped, uh, first time babies, um, two three hours labor, mm-hmm. that's it. Mm-hmm. No need for cesarean. It opens like you know the cervix and everything with these fats and eicosanoids in place opens up like crazy that's what they're concerned about that you're gonna have the baby early that everything's gonna open up well you just you just make sure you do it right that you in the third trimester you back off the evening primrose oil and you increase the omega-3 a little bit because the third trimester there is a huge need that's when the brain develops and so forth so you need some omega more omega-3 fatty acids in the third trimester But uh, all this is telling us again is if you want to have a healthy baby and you want to be healthy and you want to breastfeed and you don't want all these conditions try fresh food mm-hmm.
2: i i know two young women in, in my life that are extremely healthy eating people they, they do all their cooking at home it's all fresh food fresh vegetables everything and they both had babies within the last year and both of them had their babies in less than two hours labor it was yep. like an hour and a half labor each sure. of them and it was just faultly just you know, the baby pretty, practically just fell out. Oh, yeah,
1: exactly. <laughs> and, yeah, and they're
2: the, yeah. one of the two young women, only young women I know, that have got that lifestyle or that nutrition base. Yeah. And both of them, absolutely, I know, as yeah. the simplest of births ever.
1: Well, and and the birth thing is so important. We don't realize how it's affecting our lives in so many ways. But one of the reasons um, that we have so much immigration today Behind that is the fact that the birth rate has fallen so much that going forward, we don't have enough of a population growth projected to sustain our pensions and Medicare right. systems and government and everything else. So and rather think... than looking at the problem and asking, why aren't women being able to have the babies that they want? Because we didn't, have, when you and I grew up, Lynn, we didn't have fertility clinics and paid for by the government and go over here and do this and that. I mean it was, you know back then it was the catholic church going you've only got eight
2: <laughs>
0: yeah
1: can you have more <laughs> cuz we need parishioners yeah. or whatever now that was extreme at that end but now what's happening is we we have to realize that we should be asked the question why can't women get yeah. pregnant when they want to and of course they use all kinds of excuses they want to work and they want to do this and I'm sorry this is the strongest urging ever in in women, in your DNA, it's called propagation of the species. It's mm-hmm. why you exist on the planet. And so they all want babies. They're just having a hard time doing it because of the things we've discussed. Mm-hmm. So we yeah, need I to look that at it... that rather than just say, hey, let's open the floodgates and allow more people into the country uh without screening them or whatever i mean i'm not against immigration i'm just saying we didn't even we didn't even address the problem mm-hmm. and if what i'm ta- saying is true it's not going to solve the problem because guess what you mentioned it three or four years down the road those immigrants won't be able to have babies
2: yeah exactly yeah because they're going to adopt our lifestyle right exactly yeah, and i think it's 2.3 children have to. I think that the the level is two point three, yeah, and it used to be, to be something like two point six, and then yeah. now
1: it's like one point, It's one point six in Canada. One point six yeah. has and fallen to. Yeah,
2: yeah. So yes, we can't uh, we can't sustain our culture because of our you know our 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 population.
1: And this is becoming happening. a problem around the world, by the way. Oh, it in is. Industrialized yeah, it's in, nations.
2: in Europe it's exactly in the industrialized same.
1: Industrialized nations. Yeah. It is not even remotely a problem. In Africa and Indian countries where they... In third world countries, it's, you know, this isn't a problem. They're having babies like never before. Why? They don't have grocery stores.
2: Mm -hmm. They don't have Roundup and glyphosate. (laughs) Yeah. Or hopefully they don't. (laughs) Good point. And what about uh, after pregnancy, postpartum depression, I guess, again, because the brain is composed of fat. This kind of goes back to what you were talking about with teenagers becoming vegetarians, you know, not having enough fat affects you, uh, your yeah. brains and depression, anxiety, and all that sort of thing are the fallout from a lack of essential fatty acids.
1: Well, and you have to understand these icosanoids made from fatty acids are critical as your peripheral vasodilators and your bronchial dilators. That what that means is your small capillaries need to have this ability to open up to pass oxygen through to the cells and and the same in the bronchial area. And when you're deficient in these fats, then you don't get as good a circulation, you know, a good example is if you have cold hands, cold feet, cold nose all the time if you go on the fat you never have that again. Wago's Reynolds phenomenon, which is rampant in Irish Scottish background, by the way, and so it's all about the transport system and getting blood flow there. And what's fascinating is they have done some uh, autopsies on some women who went crazy and killed their children after birth, and they've seen shrinkage of the brain up to seven percent. Mm-hmm. And what this is is this is the, chi- the this is the children robbing the mother. Of particular fatty acids because she's not producing enough for the development so we've known for years you know that the child will in developing will take calcium away from the mother it'll leave mm. her deficient well why would when fatty acids that. be it's not any, any different, different is it? So, so
2: supplementing it, during pregnancy is oh, critical so that oh huge when no post no postpartum child, depression yeah
1: no postpartum depression in the, in the women that supplement properly with this mm-hmm. they actually do use evening primrose oil right. a lot the midwives and stuff in Europe but uh you know it's Big pharma controls an awful lot in North America.
2: Mm-hmm. It does. Uh, you mentioned about being pre-diabetic uh, in pregnancy and so on. So I'm sort of jumping now out of out of the yeah. pregnancy side and 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 it, the rapidly growing number of people that are diabetics for all age groups yeah. in North America is quite profound. And beyond, we've talked about dietary changes and weight loss and fasting. I've talked about fasting in the past and exercise. The role of EFAs does that does is there a role that it plays with regards to reversing the negative outcomes of, of of di- this growing diabetic pro- diabetes problem in our well
1: I, I think one of the most brilliant observations by Horobin and some of the clinical work that he did and they did a hundred million dollars worth basically was clinical trials on uh, people with uh, diabetes. Uh, that we're moving towards what they call diabetes mellitus. And basically what happens is people need to start to realize that just because you take insulin, it's not a cure-all and end-all. Although people think that, oh, just stick yourself with a needle or take this pill, everything's fine, I can still do whatever I want. Well, you need to look around you and see how many diabetics are having feet and toes and legs cut off at hospitals. You need to look around and realize that how many of these people go blind early? You need to look around and realize how many end up on dialysis because kidneys don't function. You need to realize that a lot of these people are in pain with diabetic neuropathy. So the complications of diabetes, what could be causing this? Because you're providing the insulin or whatever, okay, or you know, you're know you on metformin or whatever, nasty drugs <laughs> mm-hmm. that you have to be on. So what Horebin observed was that basically because of the insulin response affecting these enzyme chains, that what happens is that these, uh, these conditions all are the result of a breakdown of fatty acid metabolism. So in the late 1990s, they did a big study in about seven countries in Europe with 1,200 and something people. And when you take properly and balance these fatty acid derivatives, basically, they will prevent amputation, they will prevent blindness, and they will prevent kidney failure. Now, I haven't been involved in a a trial on this, uh, only with 14 people, down in uh, Miami, with Brian Peskin, and basically, the clinical trials showed that 80% of the people would not have to have amputations. Mm, wow. The doctors were not too interested though because they'd lose too much money not cutting people's feet and toes off. So it really didn't go very far um as a consequence of that. Uh and I have taken personally individuals that we have uh reversed um, you know, their their kidney function has gone way up to the point they didn't need dialysis. They were slated for it. Um, we've had other ones that it's saved their feet and their toes and their legs because people don't realize things will not heal if there's no oxygenation mm-hmm. into mm-hmm. the tissues. Yeah. So blood flow is everything, and that's what this whole pathway in prostaglandin-1 is. So it's very sad that so much money is being sent. And the tsunami that's coming to destroy our health care is diabetes because it's just getting younger and younger, oh. and the numbers are staggering. You know, the, the whole thing, all of Banting's work, thank God he was a Canadian, mm-hmm. um, with insulin and everything else, um, it does not solve the whole problem. It right. solves part of the problem. Mm-hmm. And uh, people need to realize that there's other things that they can do to prevent the blindness, prevent the amputations, treat the diabetic neuropathy. Before Horabin passed, they were very, very close to having a drug with these fatty acids to treat. Diabetic neuropathy, mm. which is a huge problem out there, by the way, pain wise. And a lot of these people end up on Oxycontins and all the yeah. terrible pain drugs. Uh, yeah. And we know where that one has led yeah, us in the sadly. last 10 years, sadly. Yes. Okay. So, does that answer your question? Yeah, it there? does. Okay. Yeah. Thank you. So, there's things you can do.
2: Yeah. OK, so now we're aging and we're, uh, you know, had our children and uh, or not, but uh, we're getting older and uh, we've got things like menopause coming in and hot flashes and irritability and all those fun things again. So, uh, again, it sounds like I'm going to guess that you're going to tell me that EFAs can help with that, too.
1: Absolutely. Um, Menopause is just like puberty, getting younger and younger in women, as you're probably aware Mm -hmm. out there. And um, it's sad because, again, a lot of this is being brought on by uh, um, very invasive treatments for other diseases, like whether you've got cancer or something, uh, all of these kinds of treatment can bring on menopause early. They can bring on all kinds of problems. And of course, what we see is that the people who are taking their fatty acids religiously, and I can tell this from the home front, they don't go into menopause until they're in their 50s. hmm and that's where yeah, it used to be. I didn't, to, and I
2: didn't wh- go in because I've been taking these yeah. oils for a long yeah. time. And I didn't have, I had very little symptoms. There might yeah. have been, there was a small period of time where I found that I was getting up or waking up in the night and being wide awake. I guess I understand that's because the progesterone. Uh, is is lower than it needs to be to balance with the estrogen, yeah. and so it's like you drink, drank drink a cup of coffee, and you can't. You're just so alert, and so yeah. on. I had a short little period of that, ve- very occasional hot flashes, but mostly pretty symptom free, and, uh, and 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 that's the way it, it used pretty effortless. Yes, right? and
1: that's the way it used to be mm-hmm. for most My women. My
2: mom never had any symptoms, exactly. like not even one, nothing.
1: But but, but she didn't have ten thousand. Processed foods to choose from. <laughs> well, she <laughs> or, was or she all was the a drugs. Home
2: mom and did yes. all their cooking at home with fresh Absolute, food. Fresh but, food.
1: Yeah. So there's no question. I mean, all this suffering that's going on, and it's nothing now. I mean, there's thirty. You know, in their thirties, mm-hmm. going into menopause. I mean, wow. it's it's, and of course they're you know they're taking out women's parts so early now. It's just. Yeah. I mean when are we going to learn uh, I don't I don't know uh it's it's terrible the suffering that goes on and of course the answer is take a drug and all drugs work by blocking something and then creating 12 other problems.
2: Exactly. Yes. Yeah.
1: I mean drugs are not the answer. Mm-hmm. Um, Donald Trump can have them all if he wants. <laughs>
2: So again if women are experiencing menopausal symptoms uh, getting on a, a a blend of say 3 to 1 or 2 to 1 of yes. uh, evening primrose oil to cauliflower oil could be a good place to start that Absolutely. of course along with looking at changing your diet from Yeah the
1: diet and 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 get yourself a good multivitamin where a high absorption of the minerals or eat you know raw seeds and nuts soak them in water like You know, the minerals part is becoming more and more uh, important as well because, just because the
2: Tell me about minerals and and where, I understand uh, mineral absorption is very poor from most of the mineral supplements that are out there. How does one get a good mineral supplement, or what is a good mineral supplement that has better absorption? Okay,
1: I don't like to promote one company over another. I mean, oh, if, if people want to get in touch with me through my email, <laughs> I, you know, for women who want to get pregnant, I'm going to actually leave my phone number today, but i only want people who, uh, women who want to get pregnant who have tried really hard. Cause this is really, it really just breaks my heart to hear the stories that the women have gone through young women trying to. Well, not so young. Some of them have been trying for 15 years and spent fortunes, and it's just terrible. Mm-hmm. They're so brokenhearted in life. It's like they, they don't feel they have meaning because that drive to propagate the species, I mean, that's just innate inside you. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So uh, I'll leave that phone number. But yes, there's certain supplements that aren't expensive and certain ways to do it with raw seeds and nuts. Okay, so uh, we'll
2: leave it at that. There, yeah, there are some, at least, a good supplement or a couple of good supplements yeah, out there that yeah. are high high absorption for high minerals. High absorption.
1: Uh, the problem and- is ninety eight percent of them, it's five or six percent absorption. You're better off to zero in on particular foods, right? Than right. most that are high in yeah, minerals. Most yeah, most supplements because, you know, the, the actual that small percentage of uh, absorption of minerals in a lot of supplements actually creates a lot of free radical damage because mm-hmm. the minerals that aren't absorbed are missing electrons.
2: Yeah, like a freshly cracked Brazil nut, lots of selenium. Right?
1: Lots lots of selenium, huge amount of magnesium. Yeah. Now, what you need to know about that, though, is you better chew it for a good five minutes or more to break down the enzymes to get absorption of those minerals. Or the secret is, Throw it in a glass of water for about eight hours.
2: Oh, pre-soaking, pre-soaking, yeah.
1: and what that does, it breaks the isn't enzyme that a So good now, good
2: to do with most nuts.
1: Absolutely, because there's a,
2: isn't there a toxin of some sort? Of well, nuts it's not that... so
1: much a toxin or... as the enzymes that oh, okay, help break down. Break and this down. is why you, if you chew a nut yeah. for thirty seconds, then it comes out in your. Your defecation yes. uh, in little chunks, as opposed <laughs> it's like to corn. yeah, like <laughs> corn, uh, as opposed to uh, being absorbed, and uh, so there's lots of things like yeah, that. Yeah, because mm. I
2: pre-soak almonds. Uh, I don't eat a ton of almonds, but when I do, I pre-soak them, and they're they're so soft and buttery when you eat them. Yes, exactly. And and and, and, and now very you absorb all to the digest. goodness out of. What about? Uh, well, like, are are essential fatty acids anti-aging? Because you you do hear about you know some of the products that are out there that 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 have EFAs in them, claim them to be anti-aging. Would you say there's any? Is, is that true? And and is there any scientific proofs you know indicating that? And you know, for example, ingesting it for anti-aging purposes, as opposed to creams. Like I think women are notorious for spending. I won't say ridiculous ridiculous amounts of money on creams and and cosmetics and things. And uh, I'm wondering if the oral intake of essential fatty acids might not surpass using creams to try and create softer, nicer skin.
1: Well, there's two things here. Number one, um, the basic thing that a lot of creams and lotions are doing is providing moisture. So you don't have to spend a lot of money to provide moisture. Um, you know, I don't care whether you, you know, you you mix water with coconut oil or whatever you want to do, but the bottom line is that one's pretty pretty simple. You need to keep your your uh skin moist. Mm-hmm. But from the inside out There is no question, because in 19, I believe it was, 96, 97, published in the top journals, uh, science journals, they did big clinical trials. And if you take 3,000 milligrams of, and again, it was ephemol evening primrose oil, and there are some other good ones, but just be wary, because a lot of stuff is mixed from China. Mm, You have to know what you're buying. And so 3,000 milligrams a day which is three capsules for 84 days, your skin was 9.1 to 12.2 years younger, according to every scientific measurement known to man for wow. your skin. Wow, that's impressive. There's no, well, and this is why the baby's skin is so beautiful. Let me feel your skin
2: on your face. Okay, hang on. Like a baby's bum. <laughs>
1: And so this but No, is,
2: your skin, I mean, your skin yes. is... I, yeah. I know, I, it yeah. is very... For an old very, guy, right? For an old, okay. Well, yeah, <laughs> but I mean, even just the texture and look of your yeah. skin, like it, you, you, it looks well, and far part, younger than you actually yeah. are.
1: And part of it is, you know, the big part of it is the GLA that then it goes down through uh, conversion to de-homogamal acid to produce the prostaglandin-1. Again, what is that? That's opening up the highway so that blood and oxygen can get there. So what do you end up with? You end up with some color. Mm -hmm. you should see what happens to cancer patients when you give them this stuff. Mm
2: -hmm.
1: They aren't gray anymore. Mm -hmm. This is a good thing because oxygen 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 is the the enemy of the cancer. So what happens is this is as anti-aging a thing as there is out there. And yes, they tried in the 90s, and some companies are trying to take the GLA and DGLA and stuff and put it in creams and lotions, but of course it reacts to oxygen. It's Mm -hmm. not the way to do it.
2: Yeah. Like as soon as you crack the jar, it's degrading. Right? Yes,
1: exactly. And so that's the, that's the anti-aging part. And, of course, the circulation part, what happens then is, well, your nails will grow like crazy and won't break. Why? Because blood flow and oxygen's getting to them. And I recently helped an athlete with concussions that the joke back to me was, I can't afford to go and get my nails done like I used to all the time. With, you know, with the fake nails that so many of them nowadays, because my nails are growing so fast. <laughs> <laughs> I thought it was quite comical. And then, of course, you know, I always do warn people that go on this kind of regime that, um, you know, there is one negative in that you will probably have to set aside a budget for twice the amount of uh, dollars for uh, uh, for haircuts.
2: Yeah. Well, it's like because yeah, your hair be grows twice on. as fast yeah, and it yeah. fills
1: in. I had someone at my uh, house yesterday from, uh, Mon- come down from Montreal and uh, he'd come to me about seven or eight years ago, and uh, of course uh, he was two thirds bald then, and now he's not bald. <laughs> wow! And uh, you know we see it to varying degrees. Mm-hmm. There's still genetics in some families or whatever, but. Blood flow of circulation. It's it's the that's what's happening to all the young men and a lot of women nowadays, relative to losing their hair. It's circulation and oxygen and blood flow. Yeah, that's your omega six fatty Wait, acid pathway. And even
2: your hair is is dark. Like like you you're rocking an awesome mustache there. Sort of, uh, Oh yeah. <laughs> it looks like Magnum Pi quality mustache. Well, well but, I figured but look if he you. could
1: do it in his sixties, I could I do it in my seventies. But look what at me, heck? Nick.
2: It's it's dark like there's, there's a little yeah. bit of gray in it but yeah. it's like 90 percent dark i mean yeah. that's really remarkable well
1: there's uh, you know it it really is about circulation mm-hmm. i mean why do we make it so difficult mm-hmm. now you it. know why evening primrose in the seventeen eighteen hundreds was known as the king's cure-all they mm-hmm. had no idea of any of this science but all it did was help get oxygen and blood flow to a cell
2: wow it's such a simple bit of knowledge and information and uh, it just still blows my mind that 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 we, as a you know society, don't don't get it, and 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 well, I shouldn't say it, it doesn't because it's obvious. It's not a product that is going to make people millionaires, right? That's, so the, it's, that's it's not the, it's not pharmaceutical. That's the it's, problem. Yeah, if it's not patentable, it's like anything else. You know, it's it's not going to get the recognition or or the 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 knowledge isn't going to get out there to the public because it isn't common commonplace, well, right?
1: And and from a, a lipid standpoint, I mean the money. The money is in the food processing industry or nutritional supplement area. Uh, the money's in how long's your shelf life? Mm-hmm. The biggest consideration because they don't want to have to throw that after producing it, you don't want to have to throw it out.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And of mm-hmm. course, boy, we need a lot of work in those areas around the world when you go to grocery stores and see what they discard, and around the corner, there's five kids that haven't eaten for two days. It's it's, it's just sad. I know
2: there's uh, some movements trying to resolve that, but it's still a big problem, isn't it? Before we wrap up, I don't know if there's anything else particular to women that I can think of. You think you've covered uh, almost everything uh, I've had a problem with or I know other women have had trouble with. But uh, um, EFAs and in particular evening primrose oil has been used for years to balance hormones relieve uh, breast biology, PMS, all these things we've talked about. And uh, as a result of this effect on hormones, should men take evening primrose oil and uh, does it increase estrogen? Could you elaborate on that?
1: Well, it, it's funny how things get, without any science, get out in the marketplace. But if you talk to any medical doctor, as I have over the years, uh, I've been on evening primrose oil since 1990 And uh, they just about fall over because, see, they assume it's because it's been used for PMS and breast myalgia and some of these other women conditions. Then they assume it increases estrogen. Well, it doesn't. I still have all my male parts. Thank you very much after thirty years. And no (laughs) men. Well those are those are starting probably at my age, but the the interesting part about this is how we preconceive things without looking at the yeah, science. You
2: just making assumptions.
1: And um, you know, men do they need to be on it? Well, only if you want to have a head of hair.
0: hmm
1: You know, only if you want to have smooth skin.
0: Mhm.
1: You know, only if you want to uh have good blood flow and oxygen. Mm hmm. Only if you don't want to get cancer, (laughs) diabetes. Otherwise, don't go on it because the doctor doesn't know anything about it. Mm -hmm. And it's it's really sad that, you know, that all, again, Lynn, all it's telling us is eat fresh food Mm
2: -hmm.
1: time and time again. And, uh, you know, one of the best books that people can get right now it's called Conquering Cancer, Diabetes, and Heart Disease with Parent Essential Oils. And people need to understand, the only essential fatty acids are cislinolic on the omega-6 chain and alpha-linolenic. The others are derivatives. Mm-hmm. They're made from those. So GLA is a derivative of cislinolic Cislinolic means it's in a certain form from nature. Mm-hmm those in the foods are not in the cis form. They're folded. Mm -hmm. So that's why they're altered. But there's a wonderful book. I'm actually mentioned in it a number of times and acknowledged in it, Uh, although there's no financial gain. There was nothing for me. It's called The PEO Solution. You can get it on Amazon. You can get it in Kindle format, whatever. Mm -hmm. And again, it's by my friend uh, that I work with uh, all the time, Professor Peskin down in Houston. And uh, it's really something that the doctors need to read. It's really something that the lay people need to read because it takes a lot of, it's, it's really scientific. It takes the science and it waltzes you very slowly through understanding how we got to this point and what you need to do. And the, the, the message is, again, uh, get off all the fish oil overdoses, uh, watch the mercury and everything else, and fish oil is failing every second clinical trial. That's not funded by the fish oil industry, mm-hmm. and uh, the omega six is so much more important. Mm-hmm. But they're not telling you about the adulterated omega sixes and trans fats that are still in the food out there.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: So it's a it's a it's a book that's opening a lot of people's minds. Unfortunately, um, because it's not corrupt or s- selling sex drugs and rock and roll, it'll never be a big seller. But if people care about their health and really want to know the story, mm-hmm. the PEO solution is something.
2: Yeah, I've read it. It's awesome. It's co-authored with, uh, is it Dr. Ro- Robert Dr. Robert Ro- Rowan,
1: Rowan <laughs> who was the big Ebola and is the top ozone uh, yeah. guy in North America, who actually the last Ebola crisis was sent over to, Unfortunately, he had. To, they wouldn't let him go out into the villages and save the people with Ebola. Just the rich. Oh,
2: what really?
1: Oh yes, it's all becomes about money. Wow. Now the other thing is, is if if people have questions or I can help them, then they can email me at efa, paul, at yahoo.ca. If you are a woman who really, really has been through the mill trying to get pregnant having no success, then you can give me a call at, on my cell at 905-645-4524, and I'll give you 15 minutes that we can chat and I can uh, help put you in the right direction because, uh, boy, we need some healthy children going forward.
2: Yeah. Oh, thank you, Paul. It's so nice of you to be willing to share your time with these people. Thank you. Okay. Paul, I just wanted to mention there's a lot of of, uh, people out there. Uh, I have a, a, a friend of mine that's, that's running, uh, she can, uh, Ashley Brown. And, uh, she's got a, a very large following of women that are looking to get information and guidance and support and, uh, an understanding of how other people are benefiting from using cannabis to help with their symptoms of various ailments and so on. And I'm sure all these ladies would be fascinated by what you've already told us in this podcast today but um, when you like for example there's there's CBD oil has become very popular and is helping a lot of people hemp oil uh, is is CBD that's coming from the hemp plant which is a, a, a non sativa based cannabis then there's the cannabis uh, the sativa based cannabis that's producing um, CBD oil that is um, from the sativa pl- cannabis sativa plant. So the hemp oil only has maybe 40, 40, 50 compounds, whereas the, the CBD oil that's coming from the sativa plant has uh, 340 or 50 compounds. So it's more medicinally re, medicinally robust because it has a lot of other terpenes and cannabinoids and everything in it more than the hemp does. But either way, whether it's hemp oil or a sativa cannabis-based oil, could you tell us uh, because people are, are taking it orally under the tongue and, and consuming it? You know, is there some aspect of of cannabis oil that may be helping them because it's in a, because of the content of essential fatty acids in that oil? Like, can you tell me a little bit about your knowledge of hemp oil and uh, and?
1: Absolutely, I mean, people all the time, and I think uh, what was his name, uh, Mr. Simpson, was uh, on the internet Rick a lot. Simpson, Rick Simpson yes. with hemp oil. And that is because hemp oil has gamma-linolenic acid in it and it, and it also has uh, your omega-3 and is a very, very well-balanced oil where evening primrose is, you know, just pushing down the omega-6 chain. Um, there's a lot less GLA in hemp oil than evening primrose, but still a substantial amount compared to a lot of other plants. So from a maintenance standpoint and an overall health standpoint, hemp is wonderful. And so is CBD oil. Mm-hmm. So it is loaded with these fatty acids. So part of the health of the all of these things is the fatty acids in them that no one addresses. you got to remember that if the highway is not open, THC or whatever isn't going to get there. Mm-hmm. So the key becomes... Regulating and balancing your fatty acid pathways from raw seeds, raw nuts, like we've talked about, food from nature, whether it's hemp oil, evening primrose, whether it's, you know, CBD oil, whatever. The fats are absolutely critical for these other ingredients that are in the plant
2: Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm.
1: to be able to get to the cell. Right. So this is why it's, you know, the... Became known as the King's Cure all. Why? Because if the highway's not open, it doesn't matter whether it's a drug, a plant, a herb. I've seen it all. I've seen lots of people who spent thousands of dollars a month, you know, ingesting, you know, all these tinctures and you know, PhD herbalists and everything else. And boy, the minute all of a sudden you gave them fatty acids and the highway opened, it's unbelievable the change that <laughs> took place whether it was a drug or a herb or whatever. Why? Because it wasn't doing much good when it couldn't get there.
2: Right, right, yeah.
1: So this is, uh, you know, all of these things. And, I mean, the one to trust is Mother Nature. Mm -hmm. And people need to be very careful because man gets involved in all of these things, as you are aware. Yeah. And man turns an evil side to them all and greed takes over. And the next thing you know is marketing claims are all over the world and all over the board and uh you know then we get governments involved or just as corrupt as everybody else and uh so buyer beware yeah. that's uh what what you're buying and make sure you're getting what you're getting and do your homework
2: right good
1: i, I hope that answers good advice.
2: That. Yeah, yeah no that's awesome thank you paul thank you so much for coming in again today i just have had a lot of people asking me about uh, essential fatty acids as it pertains specifically to women's issues. So I think you've given us, I know, I know it all sort of funnels down to the same advice, but it's great because you've explained how and why it affects all these uh, different uh, symptoms and, and illnesses that people are struggling with. So I really thank you very much for sharing this and especially being willing to reach out to these people and, and help them with, especially with fertility issues. I agree with you that if there's, if there's some simple solutions to help, help a woman, uh, to achieve her pregnancy that she's trying, been working so hard on. I think that's a wonderful gift that you're offering to help.
1: And and the big thing with the children is this. We have to start to raise a generation of children where blood flow and oxygen is getting to their brain. Mm-hmm. Because the IQ has been dropping, on average in North America, 4.3 points since per decade since in the 1970s. Well, how is anyone going to make the change help the planet do what has to be done if their brain doesn't work.
2: Mm -hmm. Exactly.
1: So all of this talk and, you know, the various conspiracy theories about the dumbing down, we're doing it to ourselves. Exactly. Yeah, we, it's not
2: a government instigated thing, really. It's just uh, it's it's just, the manufacturers and and people yeah. wanting to make money, and yeah. and, and we're just buying and, and into no,
1: it. And nobody's it's, addressing the science and looking at it and going, well, what's yeah. really going on? Why yeah. is Alzheimer's? Why is F you know uh, FTD going on? Why is this that? What? Oh, there's pieces of science in that every there, but the end result is. The brain, like the rest of the parts of the body, is not functioning as good as it used to.
2: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yep, but we need to motivate people to want to change. Like it's a, like I said at the beginning, it's just it kind of boggles my mind a little bit that that people are so resistant to letting go of processed foods and adulterated yeah. fats, like having their fried chickens and their and their all their processed fast foods and processed packaged foods and so on it's just all about the convenience and the ease and what they're used to and what they were raised on all that sort of thing like we still all have a choice people you can get well if you want to
1: and and and, (laughs) and i think you know to sum it up where we are is you know everything now is like you know skip the dishes uh drop it off of the front door maybe maybe the new theme should be Skip the processed food.
2: Right. We need to start a new.
1: <laughs> grow a new some wave vegetables of... in the backyard.
2: Yeah, yeah, exactly. You know. Yeah, yeah. It's not that complex. And we have all these farmers. Mar- There's no reason why you can't eat well. Like no. it, it really is a no. choice that people are just making poor over, choices. And Yes. Over
1: in, over in Europe, I mean, they're still going to the markets. There's still the small farms. There's still crop rotation. The food tastes like food. Uh, we have just let the dollar bill get in the way that, of what common that sense. That is so
2: true. Like when you go to, like I'm in love with Italy. I've been there many, many times. And when I lived in England, I used to drive down there all the time. And the food, no matter where you go, in a restaurant, doesn't matter. It's always so amazing. But the slow food society was invented in in Italy, and it's because everything's grown fresh and cooked. And when you go and eat out, you're eating freshly prepared food from. Yeah whole food you're not eating processed foods and and it really is the food experience in Italy is amazing but it could be that here I mean we're the abundance of good food is huge here there's no reason why we can't be that thanks Paul
0: if you want more information on what was talked about on today's show you can head over to the show page at deadsetonliving.com Be sure to subscribe to the Dead Set on Living podcast on Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts from. That way you'll always be up to date whenever a new episode is released. As a listener, you are vital to the success of our show. By leaving a rating and review, you'll help us reach more people and continue to put out kick-ass content. Also, every time you leave a rating or review, a fairy in the forest will get its wings. But seriously, what you think is important to us and to the growth of our show. Until next time, live life and be well.